Welcome to Habits and Humor. My name is Susie B and I am your host. Today I am joined by Elian Han. Elian, welcome to the show. So happy that you're here. Thank you so much, Susie, for having me. I am happy to be here. I'm very excited to be on your show. Thank you. It's going to be super fun. So today, you guys, we're discussing something that a lot of us think is either difficult or impossible, or we don't think about it at all. And that is enjoying yourself on the path to better health. A lot of us think about, okay, when I get there, I'm going to set a goal. And when I get there, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be proud of the work that I've done. But listen, you're missing the point if you wait till the end to enjoy yourself. So today we brought Eliane on here. She has a host, or she's also a show host on the Win Win Women TV network, just like this podcast here. And the name of your show, Eliane, is... Eliane's Joy. Eliane's Joy. Joy. Where I share joy and energy. Yes. So much joy and energy. I love it. So tell us a little bit about you, your background, where you come from, and then we will go from there. Physically, where I come from, the Netherlands, Amsterdam, until my mid-30s when I came to the United States. I didn't know how to much do much, but I did know wellness and fitness really well because I came from a professional ballet background, trained ballet and theater history at the University of Amsterdam. And so for, for that reason, I just wanted to move and, and make people move. I was always, I guess, a born teacher because I loved teaching classes. And I, in the early 90s, I was still in Amsterdam. I got introduced to the, the, the era of Jane Fonda and, and Richard Simmons. And I, I love Jane Fonda. Richard Simmons, yes, whole different yes. energy guy. I love it. Yes. And that was my kind of energy I wanted to be in. I didn't really want to spend the rest of my life in a bun and in pink leotards. I was way more interested in that hot little suit that Jane was wearing with those high cut things and <laughs> all the colors. And, and first, the first time that we had ankle warmers and high, high heel sneakers. So I was very attracted to that and, and dove into the fitness industry as having the ability to teach. And, and, and that was the thing that I could do when I came to the United States. I came through a an, an, an decade of trauma there. So I had to reinvent myself. But teaching was always one of these things that I could fall back on. So if I tried to get out of it, it didn't work. So by now, I must say I have, in a nice way, I would say 30 plus years in the fitness industry, but probably a little bit more. Beautiful. 30 plus years in the fitness industry. You've been here and there and everywhere about it. I got to, I got to ask what was your most fulfilled time? Like which piece of this was the most fun for you or was the most made the biggest difference for you? I loved it all. I loved teaching. I loved aerobics those days and on the floor with the calisthenics. So like I said, the early days were really big for me. My highlights were the years where I started really doing conventions and presenting at conventions because I really loved writing content and creating content for fitness. At that point, I had my own studio, my own yoga fitness studio. I was teaching four or five classes a day. These were the highlights years because I can't do that anymore. But from step to boxing to yoga and meditation, I got into it all, started trainings myself. And, and with that training, I was in a remote area at this point, Susie. So I had to kind of come up with new things to keep people interested in classes and start of mixing yoga and Pilates and called it Pio, just like everybody else did or whatnot, right? But just creating a lot of content, got invited to do that on the national stage, started tra training the trainers, different cities all over, 
for about five, six years life. And those were really the highlights of, I, m- I met so many great industry professionals. I met so, so many great pre- presenters, learned so much myself. So that was really fun. It was really fun. Amazing. I love this. So one thing that you and I have talked about previous to this discussion is how your the forms of exercise that you now do are slightly different than what you used to do and how this hasn't brought you frustration or anger that a lot of us think as we, as we age or as things change in our particular circumstances, if I can't do what I used to be able to do, a lot of us are really frustrated by that. So what is your perception on, should we be frustrated by that? The fact that we need to do things a little differently now than we've done them previously, or is there still some joy in there that we can find? What is the spin on that or the perception on that that you have? Absolutely. Yeah. So the, it, it comes from, of course, I'm frustrated. I'm very frustrated because I'm in my 60s and I'm thinking, oh, I can't do that whole hip hop thing anymore. I definitely cannot do cardio anymore. My knees are messed up. And no wonder because I have that onset of arthritis and no wonder because I've been doing, you never know if you do too much or not too much. Right. So there was years that I did way too much and probably messed a few things up. I am just in that great place in my life right now where I say that if you can still move a lot, amen. I'm just very happy to move bodies. And since I teach a lot more people during midlife, going into the transformation of, well, we can't do this anymore. I refuse to call it senior classes, of course, but I would like to call us mature adults. So I did a lot of these, I designed a lot of these after programs that were just really focused on not having to do all that hardcore stuff anymore, but getting a lot of the benefits out of taking it back into what I call my method is based on simple, effective, and getting results. I call it the SER method. So breaking things more down, more into a crossover between, let's say, corrective exercise and movements, including daily movement patterns, and and then still have the same results, feeling stronger, being able to stand up straight, lots of posture correction. Those are the things that are really, really important. And of course, flexibility. I still do a lot of yoga classes and stretch classes. In that sense, I think flexibility kind of wins at this point, not having lower back pain, hip pain, keeping your your fluids flowing. I just do a lot of Tai Chi and energy work with clients and individual personal training, but also in groups, just keep moving and having that wonderful feel of, of as long as we move, as long as we keep going, it's all good. It's a form of acceptance. And with that, I had to transfer my career instead of going for five hours a day into crazy fitness mode. As a teacher and as an, an instructor, you're a, a coach as well, right? And so for me, 10 years ago, that also became my midlife and transformation certified coach career. So I also have a private practice helping people to stay in that mindset of happiness. You stay um, in the mindset of happiness and just keep moving. mm -hmm. I love these concepts where it doesn't even matter, like whether it's age or whatever, whether it's circumstance or an injury or just life uproots itself. There's so many times where we get thrown off from what we used to be able to do. And like you're saying here, like there's just focus on the fact that you can still do your body is still moving and move your body in a way that feels good. I think that's a lot of where the joy comes from, right? It's not so much about focusing on how it looks or whether the pants fit the same, or if you can still run a mile in so many minutes, it's not so much about tracking the numbers as much as it is about feeling. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. And I think that we're too focused many times 
on the numbers and the outcome in a sense of I have to look this way, I have to look that way. Luckily, I think we are going globally through the transformation of coming a little bit more into that awareness anyway. We feel good. We don't have to look a certain way. We don't have to per se, although one of my mottos is how to get your sexy back, right? Feeling that sexy from inside, but not necessarily what has been put on us from the outside and, and the pictures around us and, and what our neighbors can do and so forth. So coming more into the place of just feeling that even if you have a really bad day, if you go walk, if you go walk it off, I say, go walk it off, you feel better automatically. You get that movement, you start feeling, of course, emotionally, of course, mentally more prepared after you do that walk or that little exercise for yourself because it will just release those hormones that get your happy on right? That gets you sexy on a little bit. And then you just wear your crazy t-shirt and you do it anyway. That is my mom. You wear your crazy t-shirt and do it anyway. Yeah. I love it. Wear the crazy t-shirt and do it anyway. That's excellent. So you talked about a couple of different movement, movement patterns that you focus on that you feel like are most important. You mentioned posture correction. You mentioned flexibility. You mentioned walking it off. What other specific modalities should we be using as these difficult circumstances or changing circumstances come up in our lives to help us keep our bodies feeling and moving well? Well, for me, it's all about a posture correction in the first place. And I'm really big on that because there is so much that we do forwards, right? We are just more onto the computer the whole day and everything. And as a somatic approach instructor or counselor, what I've done for years, is starting with that. So in, in, in the mind, body, spirit approach, if you sometimes just correct that posture, I call that open your heart, right? And sometimes I say, maybe I can say that on television, but I do it anyway. I do it on my show all the time. I call that girls up, standing up straight. It opens <laughs> your heart to where it all is. And it's all up there anyway, right? So I also say that to the gentlemen in my class, believe me, girls up. So open your heart <laughs> to where it all is. And then it has to do with if you keep looking down, you're going down anyway, right? So if you feel <laughs> a little genius. bit taller, excellent little imagery, stronger, right? Then you just kind of like, I got two more inches in my waistline all of a sudden by standing up straight. It is so I make a lot of fun of it, but it's so important because Susie, we just have generations after us, generations that are doing nothing else than carrying big backpacks and having a loss of self-esteem and, and, and all that stuff that comes with the difficulty of life and, and that first in their bodies. And yes. if my, at some point when he was 18 or my 16 year old at that point years ago came to me and said, mom, I think I need a chiropractor. I opened my eyes and I said, what? When I was your age, I was hanging upside down in the tree and I was running all day. So where is this coming from that you all go to the chiropractor? This is ridiculous here in high school. And, but that is the truth. There is more and more and more back pain that is absolutely not necessary if we correct our posture. To answer your question, the secondly, of course, balance and flexibility, and then strength and then cardio, right? We have to keep our cardio going. We have to keep walking, but it doesn't have to be running a mile or so, a couple miles. Get your steps in here and there and really try to just try to find something that you really enjoy if it's by yourself or in group formats. I always enjoy group format because it's fun. Fun with friends. It Fitness. is fun. Yes. Yeah. And enjoying yourself, finding the joy in the thing while you're doing it. 
what is your mindset that you use to do that? So like a lot of us are thinking, okay, well, my balance isn't very good or my flexibility isn't very good. And we're like, okay, I'm going to change that. Doesn't particularly sound fun. <laughs> so what is the mindset that you have where you can find joy in these movement patterns and find joy in something so simple as improve, improving your posture? There's two big things to that mindset. I think Susie is like, in the first place, when people come to me and say, of course, they say, well, I'm, I, I don't have balance or I'm not flexible. And so that's why I'm not going to your class. Well, that's why you are going to my class. You become flexible. It's not about touching your toes. It's about the journey. And it's all about the journey, getting something done. And at the end of the day, how accomplished you feel, how awesome that makes you feel that you made that start. So one step at a time and not predicting too much outcome, not setting too much expectation there, just doing it. That's all. That's honestly, thank you, Nike. Just do it. Just do <laughs> yes, it. I because love that. It will come. It will come. The, the results will come. And that's the same as, as people say, well, I can't do it. I teach many times things to people without telling them what's going to come in the sense of, in the middle of the class, I'll do a plank and we're holding that plank for a little bit and people are doing that plank. And if I would have told them today, we're going to do some planks. They're like, I know I can't do that. So their mindset afterwards, I tell them, well, you just did a three minute plank and you're and they're like, something, something. And they're like, what? I just did this. Mind blowing. And without too much expectation upfront or setting too much things there that we can think about just do it it's just do it just make that start today it's one little step at a time one little just step do it excellent just and that it. will give you the first bit of momentum momentum is so key in making a change you guys so if you are starting something or if something feels really difficult they use that analogy of starting a chemical reaction it takes far more energy to start a chemical reaction than it does to keep it going Absolutely. same thing with what you're doing with your changes in your life so if you guys are thinking of anything, whether this is fitness, whether this is nutrition, whether this is family relationships, finances, whatever change you guys are thinking of making, just start, just take the first step. And if you're not sure what that first step is, reach out to somebody like Elian, reach out to somebody who is an expert in that field already. And if you don't want to know what workouts to do, get a trainer. If you don't know what exact steps to take, then reach out to somebody, have a community of people around you. That's what Habits and Humor is. That's what the Habits and Humor Facebook group is. That's what all of the community, the free challenges, all the things that I do are a place for you to get that support, to get a couple of first steps so that you can start moving in the right direction. Elian, if you had to give us a couple of first steps, what would those be? What would be maybe some starting points to finding the joy in your health or to changing your health in general? Well, the starting point, of course, just do it. And just like you just said, I love the fact that you said with humor, because we have to look at ourselves at some point with a sense of humor, right? I, I can't do this. It's, it's just not existent anymore. So you have to come to somebody that will motivate you. And that motivation, that inspiration, I cannot motivate you. I, I can inspire you. But that comes with humor and joy. And that's what I like to 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 really I always say that to people it is about relating with somebody that inspires you to do that thing and that kind of makes you laugh during it and has some I laugh at myself myself all the time oh my what a mess I am so if you get that sense of group and maybe even when we are together when I'm with one-on-one 
with somebody it has to be a, a joyful experience otherwise people are just if you're if you're going to a yoga class where everybody is so serious and nobody says a word and you're just I, i'm dead scared to enter the next time it has to be an inviting and a safe very safe environment and that's what i always tend to create for people is the safe and fun environments where like I said in my in my courses, the, one of my courses was called the F word of fitness, which was fun with friends and functionality, right? I so it's it. all about those F words in the sense of create that safe space, small steps, start walking if that's your thing, start swimming. I love swim and anything aerobic in the pool. Anything that has to do with exercise in the pool is wonderful for people as an overall pain management workout. And in my case with pain management, I work with people a lot one-on-one because I came from that background, working with people for years. I worked as a counselor and, and, and coach in, a, in an addiction facility and people had to get that physical strength one-on-one back, right? They were addicted to drugs or alcohol and in long-term facilities as I worked for 30 to 90 days with people, they had to get that strength physically back to feel that empowerment, to feel that sense of self-esteem and confidence growing back to where you could indeed mentally and emotionally handle more. And then what is so fun always is, or not so fun, but what is one of my biggest saying, and I call that my coach approach because it doesn't sound nice, but no excuses. 200 years ago, when you lived in your little house on the prairie, you didn't have excuses either. You had to get back on that horse or take care of five kids because your husband had only been around for five times because he was tending to cattle on 400 acres, right? There was no choice. So you just had to work through that movement and work through that pain sometimes. And there was not too many instant solutions. I am very much against not trying meditation or any alternative form of wellness first before you grab medication, before you go into the instant solution of surgery or I work with many people with back back pain and sciatic nerve pain and so forth and I had a solution before they had to get to surgery so no surgery yes absolutely there's so many other options and if we would but that's not what we're being told when we go to the doctor and we say I'm in pain they say all right here's your options medication and surgery and that's it and so then some so many of us are struggling with that concept right there of Okay. I guess I'm just, this is just the way it's going to be forever, but it's really not you guys. If you are in pain, get somebody to help you to strengthen the muscles around that area of pain so that you can, like she mentioned, the power of strength goes way beyond physical. When you have that physical strength it enables you to succeed in mental and emotional and all the other aspects of your life, because you've proven to yourself, Oh, I have some strength in here. I can grow. I can change. I can do this. So training your body physically can really set you up for some phenomenal success in other areas of your life. And I like how you're saying this, Elian, that this needs to be a joyful experience, but also at the same time, there's no excuses. That fine line, that balance, what are some tips that you could give us for the days where we don't want to? So we have all the excuses. We don't have time. We don't have the energy, but we know we need to do the thing, whether it be eat healthy or not grab the cookie on the counter or all those different things. What are what are some ways that you choose to motivate yourself when, on those have, days when you don't feel like it? Yeah, I have those days. Absolutely. But then again, it's just the days of back to the small steps, right? And back to just do it. So on the days that you don't feel good, I call that put your outside on. 
And it's the same thing as that silly t-shirt or that crazy hat or that those high heels to where you automatically by what you are wearing and standing up straight and what you're going to do is making you feel a little bit better. The outside world will at that point also react to you. I call that that's that's a moment where people say, wow, you look great today or 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 you look strong today. It's just because you're standing up straight, you're a little taller and, and you've got that feel. You put your outside back on, even if you don't feel good inside, if you have a lot of struggle. I have pain, I have grief, I have loss, I have a mess just like everybody else, but I have to not necessarily drag everybody with me in that and show it all the time. So it's really important to, to show a little bit more of that courage and confidence. I love those two words where you just, if you don't feel good at all, I have those days that I want to wear black all day, big sweatshirt, no hair, all that stuff, messy bun. It doesn't help. It doesn't help to linger. So a small step with nutrition, the same thing, a small step. I have a line of supplements that I believe in very much so that people can reach out to me, please do, that help me tremendous with pain management, chronic pain. If you have these small steps that you're taking that help you and that you get informed on, you get well-informed. And, and, and there's so much information out there right now. We don't have to go to those commercials that we are overwhelmed with the whole day on television that promote you and promote and promote and promote you to take medication. Number one, one pill leads to the side effects. So now you need number two, leads to the right. side effects. Oh, now man. you need number three, et cetera, et cetera. Downward spiral. There's so much other things. And it's not always exercise. It's not always clothing. It can be a good massage. It can be aromatherapy. A, a new diet, some good food, some amazing supplements that you see results right away. It's really important. Really important. Phenomenal. I'm loving small all of step. this. Put your small outside step. on, take the small steps, stand up straight. You guys, I'm teaching a, a conference this weekend for teenagers that is about that concept. Like you said, yes. confidence and courage. I'm actually doing confidence and compassion together and how those two, when combined, give you courage and it's just interesting how if you give yourself a little bit of grace and you're not so hard on yourself and then you stand up a little straight and you, even if you don't feel confident, act confident, even if you don't want to go and do the workout, just, just pick up your pace a little bit, just walk across the room a little bit faster, put on some shoes that make you feel a little pep in your step. Like you said, if you don't linger, lingering doesn't help. So don't linger and don't stay in the feeling where you're at. Just shift something. And that's what's going to give you that confidence and courage. Act like you have confidence. Stand up straight and look good and, and put on your put your outside on. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And then that courage is going to come and you'll feel better. You'll be able to do what it takes. You'll have the courage to just do it. And this is phenomenal. So good information. Useful. And Use it, yeah, Susie, because I worked with so many teenagers, especially on that self-esteem and that, that confidence. And I know it's hard. It's hard for them. It sounds so simple. But to just to kind of like get a little bit of that, that, that posture or a little bit of that, that feel. Sometimes I, I do exercises like, well, just go run the, do the runway walk, pretend, so that you feel a little bit of that feeling coming back to where you were. It's very important for them because that's our future generation. They need to, they need to lead us into wonderful seniority. Absolutely. So we need them to have that self-esteem. Absolutely. I love them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So before we open up to questions, if you're just joining us, we do a 30 minute after uh, the recording here, 
Every single week we go live. And after the first 20 to 30 minutes discussion, we do a live Q and a session. So if you would like to join us, if you're listening to this on the replay and you want to join us, come live on Tuesdays right here. And we will answer your questions. You get to interview me. You get to interview our wonderful guests today. We've got Elian on here, but before we open up the room to questions, I would like to just give people your information so that they can reach out to you about supplements or information or more things that they need from you. Where can we find you? Absolutely. Yeah. Elianhan.com. That's simple. Elianhan.com. I'm most social media under my name. And I, I think I'm easy to find. There's not a lot of aliens out there. Oh, well, all over the world. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, Elianhan.com and Linktree Elianhan. So that's the easiest way to set up a Calendly appointment or, or just reach out for my programs or if it's coaching one-on-one -on -one or group courses, anything like that. Most Han of is spelled H-A-A-N, correct? H-A-A-N, correct. Okay, just uh, double checking. And it's on the bottom of the screen here. So just a .com right there and easy to find, I hope, for people. And please, yeah, please reach out. Absolutely. Beautiful. All right. So thanks for joining us this week on Habits and Humor, you guys. We will catch you next time. Remember, just do it. No excuses. Put your outside on and your strength will give you the confidence you need. So keep building that strength, whether it's internal or external, you guys are doing amazing things. You're doing better than you think you are. So stand with a little bit of confidence. You're doing amazing things and you deserve the best. So keep working in the right direction. Keep taking those small steps and you're going to succeed. I know it. Elian knows it. Thank you, Elian, for being here. If you are live in the room, go ahead and stay here. Otherwise, we'll catch you next week on Habits and Humor. I'm Susie B and this has been Elian Han. Thank you, Susie. Thanks for joining us this week on the Habits and Humor podcast, where you come to learn about health and habits and then take action. If you're ready to take action and turn simple habits into massive results that last a lifetime, or you'd like to join our free live call with incredible guests every Tuesday, message me at Susie B Habits. That's S-U-Z-I-B Habits on your favorite social media platform, and we'll get you in here. Or you can join our free Habits and Humor Facebook group for additional free resources. I'm Susie B, and this is Habits and Humor. Come to laugh, stay to learn, choose to live.